Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Root and Roots Show on blogtalkradio.com. Now here's your host, Greg Rashid, bringing you the best in music, information, and history. Well, I want to say good evening to everyone out there. Whenever you're listening to the show, you might be listening in the morning or mid-afternoon, but this is live, 6 p.m., Eastern Standard Time on Saturday evening. I'm Greg Rashid, the host of the Root and Root Show, and a number of you listen to the show on a delayed basis. I really like that. But if you're listening live, I want to say hi, and even if you're not listening live, I'm saying hi. And especially want to say hi to my friends out there in Colorado who listen on KUHS Denver Radio that was founded by Henry Archuleta. And I come on, this show will be on on Wednesday out there. But I hope you enjoy this show this evening. And this is like a skin of your teeth show in the sense that I was enjoying the music that I'll be playing shortly. I, I almost forgot to get on the air. I was like, man, this is great stuff that we'll be talking about today. But I'm going to start this off with um, a song here. And then we're going back to the 40s as part of this collection I have here, Folk Songs of Another America. And I'll let my guests explain talk more about the particular song I'm about to play, but we're going to play right now Winslow, White Eagle, and War Dance. So let's hear that on the Root and Root Show. Uh, this is uh, Winslow, White Eagle, singing uh, War Dance. <clears throat> Hello, nigga, no dog, hand away. Hello, Hey, no, she did. 
about the folks who actually went out in the field, because I don't want my listeners, and by the way, listeners, you can call in if you want to talk to James at 424-675-8315 if you're listening live this evening. But I want you to, you know, because I don't want people to think, well, James must be real old, and if he, you know, he was out there in the 30s <laughs> doing this. But no, he compiled the CD collection and the DVD. But talk about the folks in particular, The my, I mean, this man, Without him, I doubt if, you know, I really doubt if uh, music would be the way it is now in this country. I mean, he was one of the folks that really just discovered a lot of the folk music that was out there. And all, you know, there's all sorts of rural music, you name it, gospel, everything. And I'm talking about Alan Lomax. And just talk a little bit about him and the other folks that worked with him at that time. Well, Alan Lomax, as you say, was just an amazing performer. There's a recent great book about him that calls him the man who recorded the world. And not many people know that he did recordings in Michigan and a little bit in Wisconsin in the late 1930s. He wanted to do more. There was a a woman named Sidney Robertson who had been based in Wisconsin working for Charles Seeger with the Farm Security Administration, and she began to record uh, lumberjack singers and Serbian and Scots Gaelic and Finnish performers in the region, but then left for California after the summer of 37 and encouraged Alan Lomax to come to the area. He had hoped to do a three-month sweep through uh, all of Michigan, all of uh, Wisconsin and all of Minnesota and record all the the folk music, but he uh, pretty much got hung up in uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan with Finns and French Canadians, so he wrote to the music department at the University of Wisconsin to see if someone would take up the work, and there was a remarkable woman there named Helene Stratman Thomas, who uh, in the summers of 1940 and 41, and then after the war, after a break in 46 recorded about 700 songs and tunes and the amazing thing i think about these performances is they're uh, they're in more than 25 languages and they really capture at a kind of a critical time indigenous people as well as uh, immigrants and the children of immigrants uh, in an area where uh, native peoples and immigrants are pretty much foundational to the culture of the upper midwest right. uh, and yet they're their music is not really thought of as being American music or part of it. And and so to these field recordings, uh, you know, and the people who made them, we, we kind of owe this almost forgotten but now revealed sense of, you know, another part of American folk music. And, and, you know, and I have a book, by the way, uh, about Alan Lomax. The, uh, it's called The Assistant in Charge, the Library of Congress Letters, 1935 and 19. 19- 1945, and he talks about his trip up in the Midwest and all this. These letters are just—I don't know how he did all this. The letters are just incredible themselves, and just to think that he's out there in the field, in places you know, where I've, basically. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed. I, I've done a lot of field recording my, myself in these communities, but that was on paved roads with uh, a more reliable car and a, a much right. more portable uh, recording rig. And, you know, he had a, a giant, heavy, battery-powered disc-cutting machine, blank discs, spare needles, driving on dirt roads, uh, you know, no no cell phones or anything like that. No GPS, and, no uh, nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes he didn't know where the hell he was either. <laughs> but but I, I'm amazed at all he recorded. Absolutely, yes. 
It is. So, so how did you get in, you know, you say it in the book, but how did you decide just to do this? Well, I grew up in a small logging farming town in northern Wisconsin, and there was an old old fella, uh, Otto Rindlisbacher, who was Swiss, but also played not just Swiss, but Norwegian and lumberjack music. He ran a, a, a tavern called the Buckhorn, which was a, a great kind of museum bar and a up north country tavern or small town tavern, and I used to go in there a little as a kid. It was also a cafe, and uh, and it was a hangout. And at some point in the uh, early 60s, I found out that he'd made recordings for the Library of Congress, and I began to, uh, a little bit later, as, as the folk song revival came along, you know, I, I began to kind of wonder. I knew, I knew Bob Dylan, of course, was from Minnesota and was singing songs right. about sometimes the Iron Range and stuff like that. So I, I started to get curious, and, and one thing led to another, uh, I found out that there were about 2,000 recordings that had been in the, made in the region, but hardly any of them had been heard. So just little, little by little, I, I started to look into it. That's, I mean, that's really incredible just to do that work and just, you know, just to have this out here. How did you decide all that music out there? How did you uh, break down what you wanted? Because, I mean, this is what, four or five Five CDs, CDs, yeah. Uh, five CDs, <laughs> and then including the DVD. It's like, oh, yeah. God. Well, I, you know, I wanted to include all the groups. So they're, you know, they're Welsh and they're Lithuanians and Oneidas and African Americans and French Canadians. And so I, I tried to get something from every one of them. And then I tried to get songs that were interesting and well-performed or that were representative of of the groups and uh you know and then you could you can't include everything so this is about 10 percent of all that was recorded but i I think i made some good good choices for the most part i think you made some excellent choices they're really a great and how long did it take you to just get this together well you know i i did a lot of work along the way over the past 30 years, I was lucky to meet a a number of other people who were recorded back then or their parents were. And then I was, I was able to kind of get serious about it about 10, 10 years ago. Uh, I, I had some funding from my university, University of Wisconsin, and because this is a, it's an expensive proposition. These were deteriorating discs. So we had to do digital transfers and then we had to clean up the sound and, uh, the same thing with the film. <laughs> we had digitally transfer uh, old color film, silent film, and then we had to match up sound recordings with the silent film. And so, you know, it it was very laborious. So I every spare moment I had over about ten, ten years, I, I I put into this. But I I had a lot of help from a lot a lot of people too. And it, it's really you know it just shows the you know what it shows in here is the love. Of the music, and just reading, you know, reading the bios, reading the intro, it just shows that you really love this music. Well, I'm glad that came through because because I do, and I suppose another thing, you know, without without the internet and being able to search easily, uh, newspaper and census records, because we didn't know much about a lot of these performers, and I felt it was really important for people to know who they are because they're they're rather amazing. I think. Oh yeah, I mean they, they certainly are just folks that without you would have been totally forgotten in just just the whole history. And I didn't see I didn't even know 
all these different cultures, ethnic groups were in that region. The variety that well, was up I, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're not alone. I, I mean, I I grew up in a small town where where a whole lot of these cultures were there. They were people who logged and farmed, and there were uh, Chippewa Indians and. It, you know, so I, I grew up with it, but as, as I got away from my home, I, I realized that you know not too many people outside the region had have much of a sense of it. And it's just you know it's just really just amazing. You know, is it still like that there in that area? Well, there, not not quite as much, but but still quite a lot. You know, you can hear uh, German and Nor- Norwegian and. Ho chunk and uh, Finnish music uh, in, in Czech in the right communities, and of course, you know, like everywhere, there are new new immigrants. So now we have, you know, Mexican Americans and and uh, right. Hmong people, and then internal migrants, you know, African Americans in some of the 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 cities with gospel and R and B kind of traditions, and now nowadays hip hip hop. So, but there, yeah, there's a lot. There's still a lot you can hear. Yes, that is that is really amazing. Well, we're going to get to some of this music, and I'm kind of stalling because I have so much music on here that <laughs> my, my computer crashed as we were talking. So I'm trying to load the music up here again. I can't, you know, I just put so much of your music on here today. And it's like this is something that's never happened on my show. It just crashed, but here we go. It's back up. It's back up. I mean, it's, I mean, I wanted to put everything on here, and I only have two hours. I can't. But we're going to do right now, I think, I don't know if this is one of your favorites, but um, we're going to do the, the Pig Town Fling. And I want you to talk about that. Oh, yeah. This is a tune played by Lazy Bruso, who is a, an amazing uh, fiddle player. He was born in, in, in Quebec, and he came to Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Uh, had a had a little freight hauling service but uh, by horse, but he was... Uh, he was just known as a fiddler, and in 1926, when there were a lot of old-time fiddle contests, he won the uh, uh, the regional contest in, in Chicago, and he played for a while in the, the WLS barn dance with, with cowboy bands, but uh, uh, just a, a wonderful fiddler, yeah. So let's hear that. And also I'm going to play the uh, hornpipe, too. I think Fisher's hornpipe, but let's hear the Picktown Fling first on the Root & Root show. I'm going to play... Take down fling, better known as the long-eared mule. We're going to have a series of old fiddle tunes played by Mr. Lazim Brousseau 
of Rhinelander, Wisconsin, in July 1937. Mr. Brusso was, cha was champion fiddler of the contest held in Chicago by the Herald and Examiner in Chicago in 1926. He holds the title as champion fiddler of the Midwest. The first thing he's going to play is Fisher's Hornpipe. Soprano and Harry Fannin, the tenor, both of Crandon. Mm -hmm. 
Titanic was a ship, just on her maiden trip. Sail across Atlantic Ocean wide. It was a pleasure trip, million as aboard the ship. But they never lived to reach the other side. Titanic was her name, sailing Atlantic was her fame. Oh, she sank about 500 miles from home. 1600 were unsaved, went down in the angry waves, down the angry waves to rise no more. Was a dark and moonless night, and there's not a gleam of light to light them from the darkness or the sea. It was a solemn sound, just as the ship went down, to hear the band playing near my God to thee. Titanic was her name, sailing Atlantic was her fame, for oh, she sank about 500 miles from home. 1600 were unsaved, went down in the angry waves, down in the angry waves to rise no more. Mrs. S. S. Dora Strauss, the wife and husband lost. They were to each other noble, true, and brave. As they sang the evening hymn, she preferred to die with him. So they both went down beneath the angry waves. Titanic was her name, sailing Atlantic was her fame. Oh, she sank about 500 miles from home. 1,600 were unsaved, went down in the angry waves, down in the angry waves to rise no more. There was an awful crowd who had gathered like a cloud to watch the ocean steamer as she came. But the captain and the crew went down the ocean blue and never, never heard them call her name. Titanic was her name, sailing Atlantic was her fame. Oh, she sank about 500 miles from home. 1,600 were unsaved, went down in the angry waves, down in the angry waves to rise no more. That, that stuff is so great. It's just amazing. That is so great there. And you got to keep in mind that, you know, I mean, this is a time where there's, except for radio, and probably most of these folks didn't have a radio then, they had to entertain themselves. Oh, yes, there certainly was an awful lot of that. And, yeah, they had little house parties, community halls, and, and that, that sort of thing. And, yes, so they did it. Yeah, that's what they did. Now, I'm going to play now two songs from, I guess he's a lumberjack, Wardy Hall. I mean, Wardy Ford, if I'm not mistaken. Ward Ford, yeah. Ward Ford. And now, one of these, now, listeners, one of these songs is not PC. It's not, not politically correct. But I thought, oh. it, you know, it's very important. To, oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do, yes. I thought it was yeah, important a, to put that in there, uh, you know. Uh, you just ha- have to hear it as a historical document, and and uh, it's a, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll say the name. You know, I'd rather be a nigger than a, was it a poor white man. Yes. Yeah, and that's you know that's the first song, and then I'm gonna do um, 
I think we'll do uh, Crandon. Okay, yeah. I was up in Crandon uh, earlier in the year, and a lot of the descendants of those performers uh, are still still around in that community and hadn't heard these recordings, but there were people who, um, you know, who knew some of the the characters and had heard some of these songs sung before, uh, especially the Crandon one. That's amazing, yeah. So we're going to play that now. Don't, as I say again, listeners, don't, you know, this is an offensive song, but there's a, there's a kind of, there's a hidden meaning behind it. If you really pay attention, it's not that long a song, it's only less than, actually it's less than a minute, but there's a hidden meaning behind the song. And I, on the show, anyone that's listened to me over the years on this show and other shows know for the fact that I seek out music, get to the root of different music, and a lot of root music out there, and a lot of music I play at times, especially from the 20s, 30s, and 40s, can be very offensive. But it's part of our history. It's very important to know that, and that's not, you know, I don't believe, you know, I'm, you know, I'm glad that you put that in there because people at times like to hide what was going on. Yes. And they want to that, sugarcoat things. And it doesn't make any, reason. you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it doesn't, you know, and I don't want folks thinking out there, well, God, that must be, must be nothing but racist songs in that, you know, in that collection. No, it's not that. It's just history. You got to understand history. So let's hear Ward Ford right now doing two songs on the Root and Root show. There's potatoes in the oven, they are turning nice and brown. There's a watermelon growing when the season comes around. There's a chicken town in old Wisconsin and it isn't much for fame but the boys and girls they're lover and Crandon is her name all the people of our village are always sociable and gay and they find that that's the only way there is no other way cause that's the way we have of doing things in Crandon we don't get our styles from Paris or from London, but we're jolly just the same, and you bet we know the game, cause that's the way we have of doing things in Cranston. Now, can you blame the girls of Cranston for staying out late on Sunday night with a bunch of happy fellers that can entertain them right? Down by the shores of Lake Matanga, we go to take a walk, and we don't care if we don't get back till three or four o'clock, cause that's the way we have of doing things in Crandon. We don't get our styles from Paris or from London, and we're jolly just the same, and you bet we know the game, cause that's the way we have of doing things in Crandon. 
Now it's early in the morning and the old man will arise, walk into the parlor, and there to his surprise sits the young man with his daughter. Been there since the night before. Then you politely show this ardent lover to the door, cause that's the way they have of doing things in Cranston. We don't get our styles from Paris or from London. But we're jolly just the same, and you bet we know the game, cause that's the way we have of doing things in Cranston. Now perchance some gay young couple are out late upon the street, run across old happy O'Brien just a strolling on his beat. Right to the jail he'll have to take them, and the fine they'll have to pay, cause he says it's my sworn duty, and there is no other way, cause that's the way. They have of doing things in Cranden. We don't get our styles for Paris or from London. But we're not jolly anymore like we used to be before. O'Brien stopped the way we had of doing things in Cranden. Well, I never thought I'd hear a song from London rhyming with Cranden, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's really a cute song. The first one's not cute, but it's just—it's just the. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that song. It was really a nice song. And I'm gonna play next, Jim. Um, let's do the soldier from. What's it? Pierre Duchamp. Oh, Prairie du Chien is how they pronounce yeah. it locally. Descri- yeah. Yeah. Describe uh, describe the uh, the guy that's gonna sing this, and I'll talk a little bit about yeah. the song. Sure. This is a guy named Albert Wakuda, who was uh, the son of Czech immigrants, and uh, he uh, he ran a little resort and raised rabbits in Prairie du Chien. It's it's right uh, along the the Miss- where the Wisconsin River comes into the Mississippi River. His mother had come from a little town called Bashenya that's near uh, Prague in what's now the Czech Republic, and so there was originally a song that she knew about a soldier leaving that community Bishenya to go off and fight in the wars and then come back uh, with his see his sweetheart and so um, Albert Bakuda changed it to uh, instead of uh, the soldier from or the voyak from uh, Bishenya this is the the soldier from Prairie Bishenya <laughs> so he he situated it in uh, in in Wisconsin but it it's sung in Czech and Albert was a button accordion player too so he trades off singing and playing his button accordion all right, let's hear this right now on the Root and Root Show. Podívám, podívám, predučinkem zahládám. A ještě já se podívám, podívám, k predučinkem zahrádám. Spátřím letám ještě má, zroké děvče, já si na něj zavolám. A nikdyž ho tu nevidím, nevidím, ani o něm neslyším. 
skim, pakiasa tadiskim, pakiasa tadiskim, pakiasa potěším. A ty se budeš těšívat, těšívat s vládencem a v hospodě. Já se budu těšit, já se budu těšit s vrdaným koněm na vojně. A teče, teče potuček, potuček je celý skrovácený. A teče, teče potuček, potuček je celý skrovácený. To je z mého chlapce, to je z mého chlapce z jeho upřímný hlavy. A to není z jeho hlavy, to je z jeho koníčka. A to není z jeho hlavy, to je z jeho koníčka. Posekala mu ho, posekala mu ho on celý vaša vlička. A celý vaša vlička, šavlička na dvě strany broušená. Tam jen bude chránit mé srdečko hajet, až bude velká vojna. A tam jen bude chránit mé srdečko hajet, až bude velká vojna. Got left in Muskegon and that was my doom When I paid a short visit to the Red Light Saloon Or the Red Light Saloon in Muskegon I walked to the bar A red-headed maiden sold me a cigar 
I took my cigar and sat down in a chair, and this red-headed maiden come trippin' and skippin' round there. Oh, she sat in my lap, she played with my mustache and mussed up my hair. Oh, joy boy, oh, Reuben went up in the air. Oh, we tripped up the stairway of bedroom to find. I done shocked my clothes and she pulled down the blind. Oh, I lay there a-puffin' and a-panting a while. She says, get off me, you damn hobo, you've got me with child. Oh, she washed off my dodger and scrubbed out her cunt. And she went right downstairs for some more jazzing to hunt. If you should meet this fair maiden when the roses do bloom, she'll jazz for two dollars in Muskegon at the Red Light Saloon. You know, I always tell I always tell young folks that uh, they think that in hip hop and rap music is where it gets really explicit. But I always say you gotta listen to some stuff from the twenties, thirties, and forties, and you'll hear yeah, some really wild stuff that, you know, is, it's, you know, like this song, like, if you don't know what's going on, you think it's a cute little song, it's a little ditty, but it's a whole different world than what you're thinking. So, I, you know, so I'm glad you included that one on there. And uh, by the way, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking with um, James P. Leary, the compiler of the monumental CD and DVD collection, Folk Songs of Another America Field Recordings from the Upper Midwest, 1937-1946. Now, I'm going to play right now, because um, we talked earlier about African Americans being in the area. And I'm going to do, I want you to talk about uh, Lily Green Richmond a little. Yeah. You know, she she was born in Missouri as, as a slave, and um, she was very young when, when her parents, uh, taking a her with them escaped and uh, during the Civil War and, and made their way up to uh, southwest Wisconsin where there was a small uh, African-American rural, rural settlement there. And she lived a lot of her life there, although she lived for a while in Iowa. Uh, she was a, a cook in a, in a hotel. And uh, she and her husband had kids who they brought up and who were very successful uh, she must have had a really good sense of humor. I mean, we just have a couple of songs that she sings, but um, a really uh, kind of a cheerful uh, and, and I think tough personality comes yes. comes through them. So I, I, I really liked her recordings. Yeah, I'm going to play the uh, Old Law Cabin in the Lane. So let's hear Lily Green Richmond on a Root and Root show. I am getting old and feeble now and cannot work no more. Lay aside the rusty-bladed pole to rest. Oh, Mr. Sandal Massa are lying side by side, and their spirits are roving with the blast. The scenes they have changed, the dark is dead and gone. I cannot hear them singing in the cane. All the friends that they have left me is that little dog of mine in the little old log cabin in the lane. Short and sweet. That's what that is there. Short and sweet, but <laughs> just great yeah, music. It's a, and it's a, it's a minstrel song, which is interesting. It's one of those songs that 
crosses over in black and white repertoire. Uh, so, yeah, a very interesting song. Now let me get one more song in here before we conclude. I'm going to do the um, the one by Henry Thunder, uh, the uh, flute song. And talk a little bit oh, about that. Oh, with Stella Stacy. Yeah, this is... Yeah. Um, uh, this is uh, Henry Thunder and Stella Stacy. And Henry was a, a well-known Ho Chunk uh, kind of medicine man, and and Stella Stacy, whose uh, Ho Chunk name translates as Mountain Wolf Woman, a very significant person. The first uh, autobiography of an American Indian woman is is her story, Mountain Wolf Woman. It's still in in print, and uh, she sings here and Henry plays uh, this flute song and it's a it's a, a, a kind of a courtship or a, a love song there are lots of uh, uh-huh. uh, traditions of, of among American Indians in, in the woodland region of, of using flutes uh, for courting and, and and love love songs and the the way in the in which the flute is played especially uh, in in the ending where it, it kind of goes up and cuts off on a note is also the way they they sing it so so she she tells the story and you can hear her talking in ho chunk but also in in english and then we'll hear her singing and henry thunder's playing all right so listen to the, listen to that right now the flute song yujuk koro koro eskete owehun chanena yujuk koro koro arete hinunginawa this is a fruit song. This is a love song. A young fellow was sick. His sweetheart heard that he died. She cried. Then he heard about it and made a song about it. I didn't cry I didn't die but you cried but if I died I wouldn't be knowing that you cried Oh, uh-huh. 
And it sounds like it's a complex instrument, but it's just a simple flute. I mean, it's really, that's just really amazing. Well, I, I like the sound of it. It it, it had kind of um, faded a little bit in this region, but younger um, Ojibwa and Ho- Ho-Chunk uh, and Menominee players have, have brought it back. And some of the best players, they they seem to be able to play it with a kind of a vibrato that they, you know, that they sort of bring into the the wood. And some of these are made out of cedar or sumac, and uh, they're they're beautiful instruments. Uh, and sometimes people talk about who who make them and play them. Uh, they have uh, four holes, one for each direction, and then. Uh, uh, then uh, you put the, the your breath into them, so there's there's a kind of a spiritual dimension to them as as well. That's really that's really something I would love to have seen that. You know, maybe I can sometime. You know, getting up to the region or somewhere and seeing that. But Tim, I just want to thank you for coming on today. I, you know, usually I tell folks we'll be on for like 25 minutes, but the music is so amazing. Your stories about the music are just incredible. And I kept you on for almost an hour, and I just want to thank you for giving your time and all of this. And just tell folks, um, what do you, you know, who do you, who are you reaching out to with this compilation? Who do you hope will listen to this besides historians? Well, I'm, I'm, I think people who are interested in in roots music and folk folk music um, in the United States uh you know should be interested in this I, I I hope there's some compelling stuff here uh I'm hoping some younger musicians in fact this has already happened will find and start playing and singing some of these songs and tunes um for for people um who are in in Europe, and this has gotten some good response in Germany and Switzerland and Norway and Finland. You know, I'm hoping they'll discover that some of the people who came from those countries to to this country, uh, you know, did some very interesting music as well. That and really, I'm just trying to uh, make sure that this stuff isn't isn't forgotten. That it's it's a resource of many, uh, well. For, in, in, in many different different ways for a lot of different people, and I, I I'm grateful for Dust to Digital and also University of Wisconsin Press combined with them, so it was a joint production, and we just hope it gets out there. I'm very grateful to be on your show. Well, I'm grateful for you to produce this and to be on the show this evening, and just as I always tell you know folks, especially again young folks, that there's nothing new under the sun as far as music. You know, there might be some changes as far as technology, but the basic songs, and be it love songs, be it songs about, you know, uh, pimping in a saloon or anything, <laughs> right, or even, right, right. you know, anything, or, you know, the sinking of the Titanic, something that's in the news at the time, and just, you know, anything, or just talking about nature in some of these songs. It just goes on. It just yeah, keeps I agree. going on. 
I think you made some great choices too, and and there, there, there are lots of amazing, lots more amazing songs in this. Oh this God! <laughs> like I said, it, it crashed my computer as I was talking to you. That's how much music I had loaded up in here. So I'm just happy just to have you on. If anyone wants to contact you, or do you have a website if people want to talk to you further? Oh man, uh, I I don't have a personal website, but uh, you know, I'm at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, James P. Leary, um, and so I'm, I'm pretty easy to, to find. Uh, the, the Center for the Study of Upper Midwestern Cultures that I, I co-founded, uh, there's a, a page on me on, on there, so I, I'm not too hard to, to, to contact. And if people are interested in this, you know, this production, Folk Songs of Another America, it's pretty easy to find online or you can order it through a bookstore or a record store or directly from the the coal publishers uh, so yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's worth the purchase and i you know i I'm, I'm not sure maybe you can tell me this but is this is this going to be up for a grammy because i know that when i interviewed uh lance many many years ago that i interviewed him about the uh compilation goodbye babylon that ended up winning oh, yeah. the grammy yeah I was, you know, the minute I got this, I started listening and reading it. I said, "This has to be in there." Well, I hope so. I, you know, I don't know how that process works, but I know that that Lance has uh, put it in the hopper in three categories, and I, th- I think we find out at the end of the year whether it, you know, made right. the the final voting in any of them. So uh, it, it has a chance. I. Yeah, I'll knock on wood or something. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I also will join you with that. Because this is really okay. just a great, you know, it's not just so much the music, just the history. Just the history, forgotten history in this country. And I'm just glad that you did this just to keep it out there. Well, thanks so much. Well, thank you, Jim. I look forward to maybe meeting you one day in person. Thank you so much. And by the way, what's the... Are you think? Are you probably going to take a big rest after this and constant, you know, just be on the <laughs> campus? But are you thinking of any other, you know, another compilation you're working on? Well, I'm I'm working on a, a new edition of the first really good book on lumberjack songs, and and oh, there man. weren't field recordings associated with it, but uh, a. a a friend of mine who's a who's a performer also has found some really early uh lumberjack recordings that were in the Library of Congress on cylinders that had never been identified. And so, you know, who knows? They 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 may come out <laughs> one of these days. And, and these won't be uh Monty Python songs because they had a lumberjack. <laughs> no, no. No, they'll be okay. more like the the red light saloon. <laughs> oh good. I can't wait to hear that. So James, thank you so much for being on today, and thank you for compiling this great CD and DVD collection. You take care. You too, Greg. Thanks so much. Bye. All right. And again, that was James P. Leary, the compiler, author of Folk Songs of Another America, the field recordings from the Upper Midwest, 1937-1946, is on Dust the Digital Records. And, yeah, really check that out. It's, you know, if you're a historian, if you just want to know about music, know something from, you know, just a different time, but like we were talking about, it's still relevant. I would really pick this up, and, you know, it's it's just worth having in the collection. It really is. And I just want to 
thank the folks at Dusted Digital for making this possible to have James on this evening. And I want to thank the listeners out there too for listening to this. And you know, and I hope you you know what happens usually is I always know that I get calls after the fact or emails, and I know this show in particular will generate those again because uh, it's fascinating. And a lot of people have said they want to hear a lot of the older music and they want to hear, you know, just the history on the show. And that's why we do this. That's why we play Roots music on here. And that's why the show is called The Root and Roots Show, because we get to the root of issues and also we play the Roots music. And I'm going to play right now. This is not from the CD that we just talked about, but I'm going to play, continuing that, I'm going to do some old Zydeco. This is um, Clifton's uh, Chenier. We're going to go back to the 50s. I'm going to play the Zydeco Stomp. So let's hear that on the Root and Root Show. Oh, 
Godzilla. If we don't defend ourselves from Godzilla now, what will become of us? 
And what will become of us if a weapon such as I now have falls into the wrong hands? Then you have a responsibility no man has ever faced. You have your fear, which might become reality. And you have Godzilla, which is reality. Oh, 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 oh. Rock, 
I think the greatest singer ever, but that's just my little humble opinion. That was Mahalia Jackson. I will move on up a little higher. And she never, and I, I have a collection of all her stuff, obviously, and she never, you know, she sang that song a number of times. If you listen to her sing, she never sings the song the same way. She could, I have a number of recordings of her singing this and other songs where she sings it a different way. And it's just, I mean, she's just a gift from heaven just to have her in our presence for the brief time that we had. And she's just an incredible singer. And I've done shows in the past where I've just dedicated a whole show to her music. And, in fact, I'm, I think I'll do one of those again. I think, you know, I did one once with her and Sister Rosetta Tharp. And, by the way, Mahalia Jackson is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is interesting. But her sound, if you can hear it there, I mean, you hear that bluesy New Orleans sound. And she was asked many times, offering a lot of money from all sorts of record labels, chess, you name it, to perform blues music. She never did it. She was faithful to God, and she never did that. But that was Mahalia Jackson. I will move on up a little higher on the Root & Root Show. As we get to more music here, and after doing that segment, some gospel music, we'll go back down to the Red Saloon. And I think I'll do some, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I'm going to um, do a little bit of Winoni Harris, the opposite stream now. We're going to do Lollipop Mama. So let's hear that on the Root & Root Show. Got a big fat mama, she calls me her lollipop When she starts to love me, she never knows when to stop She's a hard-loving mama, loves me both night and day She's a hard-loving mama, she loves me both night and day I'm so afraid my lollipop's gonna melt away like jelly and jelly don't shake itself. She shakes like jelly and jelly don't shake itself. Yeah, she shakes for me and shakes for nobody else. She says, Daddy, 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 Daddy. She says, Baby, Baby, Daddy. To complain, I know that woman will start a fight. Well, meet me, baby, and watch the clock. Don't be late, cause your daddy's got the rock. Hey, baby, I've got your lollipop. I wanna rock with the clock till it's good to the very last drop. She's a real strong mama, laid steel on the railroad track. Real strong mama lay still on the railroad track. 
I can't help shouting cause you knocked me out this
was a third brother of five Doing whatever I had to do to survive I'm not saying what I did was alright Trying to break out of the ghetto was a day-to-day fight Being down so long, getting up to the cost of mine But I knew there was a better way of life And I was just trying to find You don't know what you do until you put on a pressure Cross 110th Street is a hell of a tester Across 110th Street Pimps trying to catch a woman next week Across 110th Street Pushers won't let the junkies go free Across 110th Street Woman trying to catch a trick on the Shows that would have tattooed women 
bearded women, supposedly alligator men. Uh, I went once once to see the snake boy, and all it was was a little teenager in a pit with a snake, and they called him snake boy. Um, but, you know, they, they had these acts that were just unique, you know, to get you in there and they tell you one thing, actually it was just something else. But that was Marshall Ball again. And before that, we did, uh, and this went out to Tristan, my buddy in North Carolina. I played Bull Moose Jackson. That was Miss Lucy. Then we did two by the one and only, the infamous, this, and the notorious, and the bloodshot eye one himself, Winona Harris. And that, I did um, Lollipop Mama and also Loving Machine. Loving Machine and then Lollipop Mama. I hope you enjoyed that on the Root and Root Show. We're going to do. Let's do some new stuff here. We're gonna slow it down because I know some of you want me to do some slow jams. Cause I do, I do those. I haven't done it in a while, but I'm gonna do this right now. Just slow it up a little, and we're gonna do a new one from Liz Wright along with Gregory Porter, and we're gonna do this song that is called. And the pimps are taking over. I can't find it. Oh, there it is. It's um, Liz Wright and. Gregory Porter, and the song is uh, Right Where You Are. So let's say that on the Root and Root Show, Right Where You Are. Good. 
broken hands Just like my door Are open They never Were closed Yours for the taking Ready and waiting Let yourself in Like you know Yeah, 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 yeah
sounds like they're cut. And I've played it a number of times. I know some of you like it out there, too, because you like me to play it. But that was a cut close and surrender. And before that, wouldn't you like someone to say that? The lyrics say, wouldn't you like someone to say that to you? But anyway. And before that, I did the guy who discovered Cut Close. That was Keith Sweat and Mary Ground. And before that, and I know he did a lot of whining on there. There's, there's a lot of things about Keith Sweat. When he starts whining and crying, a lot of folks don't like it. A lot of people love it. And before that, to start the set off, I did Liz Wright and uh, and Gregory Porter, right where you are. And I hope you enjoyed that segment of the Root and Root Show. But we're getting ready to get out of here right now. And I just want to thank again James P. Leary for being on this evening to talk about his monumental, amazing, excellent book and CD and DVD compilation he did on folk songs of another America, field recordings from the upper Midwest, 1937-1946. And I think I had a potential Grammy Award winner on this show again with this. You have to get this. It's amazing. If you you know listen to the show and you listen to the, the roots music I do on here, this is a perfect book to have and CD collection and DVD collection to have in your library. So I want to thank him for being on and I want to thank you for listening. Whenever you did, if you listen live this evening or you're listening on iTunes or on KUHS Denver Radio or some other social media, I just want to thank you for doing that and thank you for being followers of this show and supporting the show. And if you're new, you can go to my Facebook site, Greg, G-R-A-G, Rashid, R-A-S-H-E-E-D, and leave your comments and your interests. And if you have a subject matter you want me to talk about, please leave them there or leave them here at blogtalkradio.com. Look for the messages part of the Root and Root show on here. Also, you can go to Twitter and tweet me, hashtag Unifix. Yes, Unifix is the group that's saying the Courthouse of Love, the Court of Love and other songs and uh it's hashtag Unifix, U-N-I-F as in Frank, I-C-S as Sam. And I hope we, again that um, we'll be seeing you the next time on the Root and Root Show. Upcoming shows are going to include the uh, story of the Hall of Fame San Diego linebacker, the late, great, one of the best linebacker football players ever, Junior Seau. We're going to have Jim Trotter on here to talk about that book. We're going to do a Special Halloween show of old-time radio, scary harm shows. We'll have that on here. We're going to be talking about <laughs> issues of race on here. We're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, uh, some more Negro League stuff we'll be talking about in the future here. We're going to be talking about Shaft, too, but that's another story. But this is Greg Rashid again, going love and going peace. And give someone a hug out there. Give them a smile. We'll see you next time on the Root and Root Show.